welcome to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hey guys, welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. And what do you think about the new music that I used in this episode? Are you digging it? Um, All the music that's provided in my podcast is by Dirty Art Club. If you haven't heard of him, check him out. I put him in every episode notes, and he has some really amazing music. Funky, new wave, electronic, dubby, like just super cool. If you are interested in following him, you can follow him him on Instagram, Dirty Art Club, or on Spotify or SoundCloud and all the things. Today's episode is a little bit different again because I'm answering two questions that are very, very different. And I really love these questions because they're not just questions, they're kind of like topics. I talk a lot about self-love and recognizing if, you know, it's time to make a change in our routine um, and the difference between self-love and recognizing that, that we need a change. We talk about diet and exercise routine, um, the stigma of self-love and, you know, even on our bad days, it's okay to not have 100% self-love. I talk about self-sabotage, comparing our self-care routines. I talk about the three angles of self-love. I talk about mind, body, and soul self-love, the way that we talk to ourselves, releasing the ego. And I even get into a little conspiracy theory of my own that has to do with our gut feelings and our highest self. I kind of just went with it and I just talked It was pretty late when I recorded this episode, so the later it gets, the less fucks I have, and I just speak it through, so if I'm stuttering at all in this episode, that's probably why, Um, and then towards the end of the episode, my cat was staring at me and telling me to basically, like, shut up and stop and pay attention to him, and... It's funny because one of you guys sent in a question on Instagram and it said, can you tell us the conversations that you've had with Nar and Nar is my cat? And it's so funny, like just hearing that, (laughs) that question, because the conversations that I've had with him are really amazing. And he doesn't, he doesn't meow a lot. Like if he's, if he's really hot and bothered, he'll meow. And then he'll meow a lot if he's at the window and he sees another cat like on our yard. But he's he's pretty good. He's he's a good little baby. And I truly do think that he is a child in a cat body. And I think that he's already had many lives. And I was listening to a podcast and they were saying um, that animals are actually put on this earth to learn from humans and humans are put on this earth to receive unconditional love from animals so we're both here to kind of teach each other things and I think it was the expanded podcast Lacey Phillips new podcast it's really good Um, and they were just talking how like animals animals are smart and even though they can't understand our language and speak the more that we treat them like humans and the more that we talk to them and the more that we that we treat them like a regular human being the more we're preparing them for their next life and they're probably coming back reincarnated into 
a different life form. So this this life is going to prepare them for the next life. And we are their channel of learning and absorbing. And it's funny because I feel like my cat, like, he knows what's going on. If I'm in a bad mood and I come home and I'm, like, frantic, he knows. And I always have podcasts on. And he's, he's always listening to music with me and always listening to podcasts. And it's crazy because sometimes when I put on, like, certain music, it when I put on meditations, when I put on 90s rock, and when I put on reggae I haven't listened to reggae in a while but when I used to listen to reggae a lot he would like walk into my room open the door come in with his intense eyes and sit next to me and like he's very dramatic and he he, it's this is his house and I I truly get this energy that he was like an eight-year-old maybe like eight to twelve-year-old boy maybe like early teens in his past life because his facial expressions, his attitude. He loves his mom, but he also is like super crazy and he'll run around the house and he'll he'll yell at me and complain to me and always telling me that I don't feed him enough when I feed him like all the time. And he's just spoiled. So, he's an only child and I think that in this life I might not have my own children. I might not have kids of my own. I might adopt when I'm older. And I don't think that having my own children is in the cards for me. And I truly feel like my cat showed up in my life when it was time for me to shift my awareness to some something else, to another being. Because I think I was a little bit self-absorbed and narcissistic and... Um, lost before he came into my life and then my my entire life shifted when when we saved him and I just realized how how good it feels to take care of somebody and I I look at my cat as a human I know that that sounds crazy but he's he's another life force just like me and you and his eyes speak and his body language speaks and he he is a living being and he has a soul and animals are just different life forms of us they are smart they are they listen and they know they know energy they know they know energy better than us they know weather they know when they know when uh, a cockroach is in the house or a little tiny spider they hear things they they are on another level they're in another dimension they can see spirits they can see souls they can hear things I just every day I'm amazed when I see my cat and how he how he acts and and how he talks to me. So that was a little bit of a tangent there. Um, anyways, I hope you enjoy this episode. It's it's a fun one. I talk about a lot of different things and I, I think it's gonna be really helpful for you guys. Hope you like the music and tag me on Instagram, Gypsy Love Flow. Let me know what resonates, send me DMs, email me, all the infos in the episode notes, and rate, review if you can. If not, no worries. All right, here we go. This is the first question. Where is the line between self-love and recognizing that you do need to make a change? So this is an interesting question and I feel like a lot of us are struggling with this right now because in this generation and this time that we're living in, especially with social media, everything is dissolving and obsessed with like self-love and self-care and loving your body and accepting everything for the way that it is and not, you know not getting lost in body shaming and all that which is amazing and we should all we should all have a self-love practice we should all have a self-care practice that is constant not just on one day but i feel like this could this question could be answered in a few different angles 
I'm wondering if this is more geared towards diet and exercise. Um, you know, sometimes we get so wrapped up in this self-love movement that we trick ourselves into thinking that our routines are healthy when in fact they aren't. And, you know, it's okay to, to eat unhealthy sometimes. It's okay to take a break from working out because you do need to rest. But I think a lot of the times it's it's challenging for people to find that clear boundary of what what habits do I keep doing that is just self-sabotaging myself? Like what what kind of habits are in my life day in, day out that I know aren't working for me, but I just keep pushing them aside and I keep, you know, telling myself that it's okay and self-love and this and that. Like it's a very it's a very like broad topic, self-love, because like we can we can talk about self-love all day but what what it really comes down to is how we're treating ourselves mind body and soul not just our body not just you know talking to ourselves nicely like we have to have the full package because if we're eating really shitty and then we're ta- we're talking to ourselves nicely that's awesome but our body isn't receiving that self-love and then if we're eating really healthy and we're doing all the things but then we're talking to ourselves in in a negative and toxic and destructive way, then that's not really the full package of self-love either. So I think having self-love from all angles and trying to find and decipher what habits are bettering us and which habits are not. Um, so the tricks that that we might feel of okay yeah I am healthy I I eat this and I eat that well take note of how you feel after you eat those health foods because there's there's toxins and there's like really bad shit in the healthiest foods even if it's processed and it says vegan gluten-free this that low sugar keto like it's fucking crazy but we really have to pay attention to what our bodies can absorb and what our bodies can handle because I think the older that we get the more sensitive our bodies become like I guess I didn't realize how I was treating my body when I was in you know college when I was eating all that processed food and food that is horrible for the thyroid like gluten and soy and all this shit and then the older I get the more I realize oh my god if I ate that right now my body would like puff up like a fish so it's nice getting older and, and having more awareness in your body because we start becoming more aware and like this little voice inside tells us like, mm, I don't think I should be eating that or I don't think I should be taking this pill anymore or I don't think I should be drinking this alcohol anymore. Like this hurts my stomach or you know what I mean? Like just just knowing deep down inside and if you're asking yourself this question, Um, you know, that you have to recognize, do you need to make a change? It probably means that you do. So, you know, we make up all these excuses to sabotage our routines, to sabotage our bodies, to tell ourselves, oh no, it's fine, like this, this is working for me. And deep down, we really want to break free from our toxic patterns, but we, we, sometimes we feel, you know, already we just feel feel like we're gonna fail and that's planting the seed of failure and it's just we're we're very strong we're stronger than we think and I thought that it was gonna be so hard for me to quit sugar because I was eating like literally I was eating fruit all day long all day all night I was eating like a pound of grapes a day it was like fucking crazy and my skin was breaking out my stomach was fucked up like it's little things like that and I I kept I kept telling myself, oh no, it's fine, like, this is normal, eating this much fruit is normal, and while, yeah, maybe it's normal for some people, my hormones and my skin were, like, crying out for help, saying, this is too much sugar, like, eating sugar is fine, and eating, eating fruit is fine, I I eat fruit now, but not in that excess amount, like, I was kind of binging on fruit, 
and we have to like find this happy medium because our bodies are going to tell us what's up if you're getting inflamed and you're getting puffy and you're getting swollen and your your joints hurt and your back hurts and your brain fog like these are all symptoms that you need to start cutting things out you need to start focusing on what you're putting in your body so yeah you know write lists write down what you eat every day i know it sounds kind of ocd but it helps sometimes we just have to tell ourselves to stop standing in our way and if you think that it's time for a change in your self-love routine then you know journal about what it is that you need to do um and if this if this question isn't only based around um diet and exercise then ask yourself like what what is it that i need to change to be happier to be my highest self to be a more light and not irritable and angry and not as depressed and not as anxious like what do I have to change to feel like my days are just flowing and and no resistance um is it your diet is it your exercise routine or is this in a completely different context you know maybe it's time to change an emotional um an emotional cycle or a thought cycle that's that's really toxic like I said maybe it's the way that you're speaking to yourself maybe it's it's the way that you're telling yourself that you're not worthy of love or you're not worthy of success or you're not worthy of that job or you're not worthy of that raise we all tell ourselves lies so that it keeps our momentum going and it's it's kind of like sick and twisted like I was just listening to a podcast the other day and they're basically saying I think it was let it out um Katie Dalebout's uh podcast let it out And they're basically saying, if everything was fine and dandy every day, all day, then maybe we wouldn't have motivation to like strive for our, our goals and our desires. If, if like, if we weren't comparing ourselves to others and we weren't looking at our lives as like not good enough, then would we ever have the motivation and the drive and the desire to like you know push out these projects or have desires about for a new job or you know if everything was just perfect all the time then then what would we be striving for and what what would our goals be i think that we actually find creative sparks and a desire to change or you know switch up our routine when we're in kind of a low state so like if we're feeling if we're feeling kind of down or we're feeling like we're comparing ourselves to others or we are in a financial slump or we're just feeling alone these are times that we can actually use as fuel and fire to ask ourselves okay what do I need to change in my life right now what is it about my life that is giving me depression and anxiety and these feelings of unworth so using even if it's not a rock bottom we we go through these phases and we can use it as a learning tool to say okay this is what I need to change I need to switch up my perspective and I need to start hanging out with people who who are doing this because I want to get into this or I need to start focusing on this project more and I need to start waking up early and walking like the smallest little tweaks into your routine can make the biggest differences like I realized that you know I was sleeping in really late and even though that I would still be productive during the day um, I just feel better I have more self-love and I have a better routine when I wake up earlier and I get my day going maybe maybe even just an hour earlier than normal. Just the smallest little tweak makes me feel like, oh, wow, I've, I'm feeling a good change today. I'm feeling like I'm in control and I'm feeling vibrant and, and more creative. Um, we get in these patterns and we get in these cycles and, you know, we, we think that we're in this self-love cycle because we're doing the same routine over and over again. 
but you know sometimes we just need we need to break off we need to we need to change self-love is loving every aspect of yourself not just physically we have to love our emotions we have to love our psyche even even in the dark times even in the times where we don't want to get out of bed even the times when we're too tired to take a shower even the times when we are so angry and irritable we have to still have compassion towards ourselves because if we don't have compassion to ourselves then we're basically just giving the keys to the ego and saying here you go take take it for a ride don't even return it it's fine like fuck it like no don't give all your power to your ego because then it's gonna be an even deeper battle just to get back to like that level point of where you are nick it in the butt before it happens because you know the ego is just this this other version of us that is trying to tell us every reason that we're not worthy and we're not good enough and in a way it's it's healthy to have a little bit of ego because maybe that's what keeps us in check and that's what keeps us like okay listen you can do better at this keep going you deserve better or you can do better at this job or you can create something better or you can wake up earlier like that's that's a productive ego by by it saying like listen you need to like do this it's not so much judging yourself in in an ego sense i i feel like that's that's the healthy side of the ego but there's the ego that's saying oh you stupid fuck you you fucking idiot like you don't fucking deserve that shit you deserve to be alone or you know nobody's gonna love you or you're just gonna fuck that up like no when you hear those kinds of thoughts that's literally not you and i know it's hard to separate ourselves from our ego because we think that we're just one soul we're one body but the conditioned ways that we were brought up there's there's evil that that we absorb throughout our life there's evil there's there's toxic ways of thinking there's toxic ways of being there's toxic scenarios and thoughts and distractions and judgments that we absorb as children and then as we grow up that shit is dissolved into our body and now as we're getting older now we're doing the work to release that shit so we have to understand that no that dark voice that's inside of us that's not really us and that's just the self-sabotage ego we have to love every part of ourselves and I think especially in this day and age with social media, it's, you know, sort of planted this seed of guilt and shame. And if you're having a day or a week or a month that your self-love game isn't going so well, it's like, it's like a terrible, ashamed thing. And it shouldn't be like that. Like, not everybody is going to love, our, love themselves 100% all the time. That's the beauty of life because... Maybe one week we're feeling amazing and the next week we're not feeling so great, but that's that's the journey and that's that's why we're, we're creating all of these rituals and routines and tools so that when we have a bad week or a bad day, we can we can use our tools and we can go in our toolbox and say, okay, listen, I, I know how to get out of this. Not every day is going to be perfect. Not every day I'm going to I'm going to be, you know, this happy, creative, self-love, body loving everything, you know what I mean? Like that's just that's not natural either. It's okay to have emotional days. Sometimes what you need to do is like just really lean into that emotional day, listen to an emotional like podcast or listen to an emotional album that like brings you back to like some memories and like cry it out go for a walk cry put your sunglasses on who the fuck cares and like just let that shit out that's what I do like there's been times where I am walking in Miami at like the the river front or whatever and I'll be like bawling my eyes out but like nobody even realizes everybody's in their own little fucking world so I think that shifting ourselves away from thinking that we have to love ourselves wholeheartedly and perfectly every day that's actually you know creating an expectation and the stigma that if we don't then like 
it creates this like jealousy and this like pity party and like this woe is me because oh I don't love myself today and I hate my body and I hate my job and nothing's working out and it's like those are the days that we need to connect to gratitude and the abundance around us and do anything and everything that will help you ground and center yourself clean your house go for a walk put on music take a shower do anything small that's going to lift your your mood up take some cbd take some kratom you know like call a friend journal go to the bookstore buy yourself something retail therapy it's it's a thing it really does help go on ebay or go on amazon buy yourself something that you've been wanting doesn't have to be expensive like there's always something that can certainly lift you up out of your out of your slump or out of your mood but what i'll say is that it's it's healthy to feel and it's healthy to have these days where we're feeling like shit and i think that journaling through it is the best and uh talking to somebody is the best like i'm still looking for a therapist and i am journaling every day and i'm trying to make that a habit because in the meantime if i'm not going to talk to a therapist then at least i can journal and like let that shit out and you know i i know that i need to talk to somebody but it takes time so we shouldn't feel ashamed for not loving ourselves fully and that's what we need to work on because if if we feel ashamed and guilty for not loving ourselves fully isn't that kind of counterproductive like it just doesn't seem like that's the healthy way to think so we just need to give ourselves compassion and we need to give ourselves a break and understand that nobody's perfect and the people that we follow on instagram who seem like they love themselves every single day it's a fucking front and i'm sorry to say that even like the most positive instagrams you're gonna follow they're posting their highlight reel and there is nobody in this world who feels 100% positive about their life, their body, their job, their career, their their emotional state, their physical body, their fitness level, their relationship. Like, there is no fucking way that anyone feels on top of their game every day. So stop believing the charades. It's all a facade. And if somebody is bothering you on Instagram who who you feel like they're just they're just fake and they're just posting like all the perfect days and like if it's bothering you then then unfollow them because that's what I did this year or in 2018 and let me tell you how much it's fucking opened my life like I I can't even explain how how much lighter and freer I feel so I feel like if we are feeling like we need to make a change that's our gut telling us that something's off and something's not in the best alignment as it can be we got to listen to our gut. I remember when I was on birth control for 11 years, suddenly I just started to like take my pill in the morning and I was like, a voice inside of me was like, why are you taking this? You are killing your body. And I kept hearing that. You're killing your body. You're killing your body. You're killing your body. And I I kept hearing, you're going to have to get, get off of this pill eventually. I kept hearing that. And each day when I took it, I I felt like I was prolonging my health, which I was. And two years off birth control, I'm still fixing my hormones. So if you are having a gut feeling and your inner voice is telling you to change something in your routine or your self-love or the way that you're talking to yourself or, you know, maybe your relationship or the people you're hanging out with, listen to that voice. Listen to your gut because that's your highest self. And your highest self knows better because your highest self is somewhere somewhere above you. You know what I mean? Like, I think that we have our own personal, kind of like our own personal guardian angel that is us, that has already transcended to like another dimension, if that makes sense. Like, maybe a past life us is watching over us in this life. And... And that's kind of like how they're helping us get through this life by sending us little messages and gut feelings and and premonitions and dreams like I don't know it's kind of a conspiracy theory but like 
I personally think that we have multiple guardian angels and souls that are protecting us, but that's that's what I feel like our gut feeling is. It's obviously our highest self. It's obviously a higher version that we have no idea where it comes from, but maybe that's that's where it comes from. Who knows? Journaling, try journaling every day. Just make a plan. Um, you know, what I like to do is journal before bed. That's like the last thing that I'll do while I'm listening to a podcast. And I'll just list out things that like I want to work on, things that are bothering me, things that are pissing me off, um, things I things that I'd like to to mend in my life, whether that's like, you know, a habit or a way of thinking or a judgment or like something that has to do with my family. Um, you can also like in your journal make a list of things you want to bring into your life that month or maybe make a small list of foods that you want to eat more of so that you stop eating foods that are inflammation foods for you so little by little we can fix our routines and and have it be more of a lifestyle thing and not not have it be such like a heavy change where where it's like oh man I can't have this I can't have that or I gotta go running or I gotta work out like make things make your routine and make your rituals and your days filled with things you actually enjoy and you don't have to do the same routine every day like some days you might want to go running some days you might just want to go do a, a chill yoga class and not walk at all today I didn't walk at all and I know that people like to walk 10,000 steps a day some days I just don't I don't think I can do that I don't even have the time I didn't walk at all today I used a lift went to work, taught yoga, used the sauna, took a lift home, didn't walk at all, and I'm not upset about it because I know that tomorrow I'll probably walk around a little bit and, you know, like, we, we're we're not supposed to do the same thing every day. We have to, like, give ourselves a break and stop judging our routines and stop comparing them to everybody else's routines. Um, let me know how those, you know those tips and tricks help you I hope that you know that answered your question um, make your intention and ask ask the universe what it is that you need to change in order to really feel the self-love that you deserve like truly ask the universe ask yourself write it down and usually the first things that come to your mind are your gut is your gut telling you like these are the things you need to change and sometimes it's not what you want to hear Sometimes it's like, you know, okay, you got to break up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend because they're not healthy for you anymore. Or sometimes it's like, you know, you need to stop eating this type of gluten because it's fucking your stomach up. Or maybe deep down inside, you know that you need you need to move or you know that you maybe it's something awesome and maybe your gut's telling you that you that you want to get like a cat or a dog or a pet or that you need to like start looking for a new job or maybe it's time to look for a new doctor or a therapist like these are all things that have to do with our self-love and our lives and the way that we talk to ourselves and treat our bodies is the way that our life is going to mold itself before we move on to the rest of the episode, I wanted to share with you the company that I buy my Kratom from. So I know a lot of you guys have been messaging me about Kratom and where I buy it from. And I, I used to get my Kratom from an Indonesian supplier and then they shut down. So I actually found this company, California Kratom, and I've been really liking their Kratom a lot. I used to take the powders. Um, but they taste like shit, not gonna lie. It doesn't matter what brand you get, it doesn't matter what company you go through. Kratom powder tastes very strong, and if you're gonna mix it with something, you gotta chug it, and if you're traveling with it, you gotta, like, bring it with you and, you know, figure it out, and I am all about the capsules and the tinctures. So, if you go on California Kratom's Instagram, which is just at California underscore Kratom, that's K-R-A-T-O-M, um, they show you all the kinds of Kratom that they have. They've got capsules, tinctures, powders, 
and they've got so many different strains. My go-to strains are anything white and yellow because those are more enhancing and awakening strains. Um, red powders or red strains are more of a, not downer, but that helps you with some serious pain and relaxation. And then I also like green strains too because I feel like that's kind of like a mixture of like an upper and downer. Um, but what I do is if I'm having a day where I'm just feeling like I need, I need a boost, I need some motivation, I need to lift my mood, um, I will take two or three of the capsules, whether it's the, the white vein or the yellow or whatever, um, and I'll just take that, I'll go for a walk, I'll go for a run. I swear to God, like 15 or 20 minutes after I take the pills, I feel like this burst of creativity and like clear and just happy and light and I'm focused and it's nice. My recommendation is to take it before you're going and to run errands or before you're going on a walk or before you're going to be outside because that's when I feel the best when I take it. Um, definitely a productive type of supplement. Um, so it's California Kratom. The company is called Cali Botanicals if you're just googling it and it's calibotanicals.com. So it's www.calibotanicals.com. They are hand-selected, organic, kratom retailer. They're based in Sacramento, um, and their Instagram is California underscore kratom. And for my followers and my listeners, you can get a discount, a 15% discount, using the code gypsylove15. So you can go on their website. It's... The link is right in their Instagram, and you can use the code GYPSYLOVE15 at checkout, and it's really not that expensive either, but it's it's nice. You can stock up, so you don't have to worry about getting it for a while, and a pouch of, like, 30 pills, that lasts me a while, because I don't take them every day. I only take them, like, maybe once or twice a week, so it lasts me a while, and then the tinctures are nice, too, because those... It's nice to switch it up. Like you don't want to take the same strain of kratom every day, and it keeps your body guessing when you when you switch it up. So that's my recommendation. I hope you guys like it. Um, California underscore kratom on Instagram. Use Gypsy Love fifteen for a discount. All right. The next question: How would you tap into your heart space to calm and center oneself in a situation that is upsetting? So this is huge. I mean, everybody goes through upsetting scenarios and situations probably every day, unless you have just one of those awesome, perfect days and that happens, you know, that happens sometimes where there's nothing bad that happens, but there's going to be days where somebody says something that ticks you off or that doesn't sit well with you, or maybe you don't like the way that somebody reacted to what you said or miscommunication you know, finances, job, you name it, family, roommates. There's always going to be something that that's upsetting that happens. And it's not a bad thing. Like sometimes we just take we take we take it to the next level and we we over exaggerate even the smallest things. And what we don't realize is that we have the control to fix our reactions and we we have the tools to you know, make the choice and say, you know what, I'm not going to let this bother me. I'm not going to let this scenario fuck up my day and my night. So I've been trying to really resort to other ways to channel my aggression and my my anger and my irritability. And a lot of it is focusing on things that make me feel good, my projects, my writing, my journaling, routines and rituals. Everything in life is routines and rituals. I mean, breathing, yoga. But I feel like this is an amazing question because if we all knew the couple ways to help ourselves get through a really upsetting or fucked up situation all the time, I think our lives would be a lot more flowing. But we get we get distracted, we we forget, we we let our emotions get in the way, we let our ego get in the way, we let we let ourselves overreact, which then creates a hormone imbalance and cortisol spiked and 
it's just adrenaline and all this shit. So when something happens that truly bothers me, I usually resort to deep breathing, going for a walk, stretching, using the sauna, listening to a podcast, or even listening to music that helps me unlock my emotions. But most of the time, I need some sort of movement or breath to get myself into a healthier state of mind. Um, You know, for example, today... I was told that one of my classes is going to be changed and I don't really have any control over it at all. It's the company, there's changes that that are going on and it pissed me off at first, but I needed to realize like getting upset and getting pissed in this situation isn't going to make my day feel any better and I'm just going to be holding on to that resentment and that discomfort and that stress internally. So what I did was... I, I worked on a project on my computer. I wrote. I listened to a podcast. I made my tea. I cleaned my house a little bit. Then I went to the sauna. And, like, all of those things helped me just not give a fuck anymore. Um, when we can turn to our body and we can actually, like, turn away from the situation and turn to our breath and feeling our, ourselves breathe deep breaths we don't even realize how good we can feel because all day long we're kind of holding our breath and it's either you're holding your inhale all day long or you're holding your exhale all day long there's two types of breathers and I feel like I hold my exhale all day long and I forget to breathe in so when I take that deep breath in it feels so good And I'm like, oh my god, okay, like, holy shit, I don't even know, like, it's just crazy how much the body and the mind can change by just sending some fresh oxygen through, like, that's what we need to live, right? It's life force. So movement and breath, those are two huge things, and if I'm having a really low day, sometimes it's good to dive into that fully and just let myself feel it if something happened that you know I can't control then maybe it's okay to let out your aggression you know it's okay to punch a pillow it's okay to go scream and cry it's okay to like yell and and clean your house aggressively like who the fuck cares if that's just gonna help you get get yourself out of the funk then you know do it and you asked how to tap into your heart space and to calm yourself. Sometimes it requires exhausting the body in, in a way that like requires aggression and, and anger. For me, I'm I can't I'm not the type of person that can just sit down and like meditate when something really crazy happens. Like I wish I was that person, but for me, meditating is like going for a run or for a walk and then afterwards I kind of drain the body of all that adrenaline and all that cortisol. And then my mind is clear again, and I'm like, okay, actually, it's fine. It's going to be fine. It's just like when people say, sleep on it. Like when something crazy happens or, you know, you're really upset about something, people say, all right, well, sleep on it. See how you feel in the morning. Chances are when you wake up in the morning, you're going to feel a lot better about that scenario, and you're going to be like, all right, yeah, it's going to be okay. Like, I got this. I know what to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to talk to this person. I'm going to make a plan. Like, if we just went with our, with our like, reaction all the time, then everybody would be frantic and chaotic all the time. So, I think that having a safe space is very important, too. Um, no matter where you are, and if, if you're out in public or outside or a bunch of, uh, around a bunch of people, um then the practice of going within is the best escape that you can give yourself in an upsetting situation by breathing, fixing your posture, lifting your chest, keeping your core strong, relaxing your shoulders, and taking deep breaths all the way in and sighing it out of the mouth. 
And if you can't close your eyes and you're walking, you can still breathe like that. Deep breaths in through the nose and out of the mouth. And keep breathing like that and that will actually, you know, relax your nervous system, your hormones, your adrenaline, all, all the things. So when we turn our ener energy inwards, we're literally shutting our distractions away. We're, we're cutting off the, the situation. We're cutting our energy off of whatever it is that's, that's giving us anxiety or sadness or upset, uh, making us feel upset. When we close our eyes, we instantly feel more safe. Think about how you feel when you're in Shavasana. If you have your eyes open the whole time, your mind's going to start racing about all these things going on in your life. When you close your eyes, your sense of sight is, you know, cut off temporarily. It's deprived. And if you think about it, people who are obsessed with going into these sensory deprivation tanks, they say that they have some of the best meditations and out-of-body experiences that they've ever had in their life because the 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 senses are being deprived and you're forced to kind of connect to your insides, your soul, your breath, the inside of you, not the outside of you, not your body and not, not what's outside of your body. So it's instantly putting you in this state of kind of like a meditation. The deep breathing mixed with closing your eyes inwards, that's the energy bringing in and that's your road to feeling safe again so maybe you know if you're in a stressful situation think of the, the closest safe space you can go to to close your eyes and take a few deep breaths when there are situations that happen in my life that are completely out of my control or maybe I feel like deeply bothered by someone's words or actions or reactions I basically just have to snap out of myself and surrender because I know things aren't happening to me they're not happening to me they're happening for me and they're they're just happening and not not everything revolves around us so sometimes the things that we witness the things that we hear the things that happen they just happen and when we when we think that everything is happening to us then that kind of plants the seed of like woe is me and like poor me and pity me and everything's fucked up but we have to understand that this the universe is thriving and we're a speck in the universe and yes everything does happen for a reason but some things are out of our control and we have to just surrender and we have to just let go of the control because when we let go of the control then we can say okay I'm not worrying about this anymore Oh, okay, cool. I don't have to worry about this anymore. Cool. I'm going to bring my attention back to myself, back to my mental health, back to my breath, back to my body. And it's kind of like, oh, weight's lifted off my shoulders. I'm not going to let myself worry about this anymore. You know, like it's if everything you if you know that everything's going to work out, then what's the point of stressing? If it's something with your job, chances are things are going to be fine. If it's something with your family or drama with a friend, chances are it's going to figure itself out. But as people who are on a spiritual path or, you know, aware or becoming more aware, we tend to overanalyze and overreact to even the smallest things. So what is, has happened already, and in order for us to disconnect from the upsetting situation, it requires us to turn our energy inwards to ourselves and ask ourselves, why are we feeling bothered? Ask yourself, why am I feeling so bothered from this? Um, why am I feeling so bothered by what they're saying? What is it making me feel like? Is it making me feel disrespected? Is it making me feel unworthy? Is it making me feel an emotion that I felt in my childhood? Is it making me feel and re-feel re emotions that I felt in a past trauma? Is it is it sparking a memory? Is, you know, chances are 
something that's upsetting us has to do with our past and has to do with the way that we view ourselves. So we can ask ourselves what it is that's bothering us, why is it upsetting us, and then once we can figure out why it's upsetting us, we can relinquish it and just try to surrender, try to let it go, and again, it's not it's not selfish to say, you know what, I'm not going to waste any more of my energy on this person or this situation or this scenario, it's out of my control, and okay, cool, I'm going to move on, I'm going to go and fix my mood, I'm going to fix my day by doing this, this, and this. So let that soak in, and then we return to our self-love rituals and routines, and that's it. So sometimes we just need to be truthful with ourselves. I hope that helped. My cat is staring at me right now, and... I think it's time to go. I think he's pissed off. So I hope that helped. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to that episode of the Vibe Within podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend, share it with a family member, colleague, coworker, somebody who might benefit from hearing this episode. Um, I try to answer questions that are you know, questions that we all have asked ourselves at one point or another. Um, And that's the beauty of answering these questions because it makes us feel not so alone. Um, If you enjoy this podcast and this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. Gypsy Love Flow is my Instagram. And let me know what resonated with you. Um, If you're not subscribed already, please subscribe rate and review if you can every rating and every review helps and since i'm a new podcast it definitely helps um get my podcast more recognized in itunes and spotify and all that the more ratings and the more reviews just helps get my podcast bumped up and i'm trying to bring on as many awesome guests as i can and put more money into this podcast and i'm trying to find some sponsors that might help me um, keep the podcast going in a nice, awesome way. I just ordered another mic. I'm, I'm little by little trying to order some more products and equipment, and I'm doing this because it makes me feel good. I'm not doing this to get paid. I'm not doing this to get, uh, money. So everything that I'm sharing and all the energy that I'm putting into this podcast is for us. It's for me, it's for you, it's for all of us in this community to not feel so alone, and it's to bring issues to the surface that we need some clarity on and just somebody to talk to, and as I'm sitting here in my room talking into a microphone while my cat's staring at me, I, I don't feel alone. I feel like I am hanging out with all of you guys, so... Whenever you guys DM me and say, I feel like I'm hanging out with you, I feel like you're my friend, I feel like I've known you forever, that makes me feel so good because we really are all the same and maybe maybe my personality reminds you of a friend that you had in high school or maybe, maybe whatever, just, yeah, <laughs> it's getting late, but feel free to DM me, Gypsy Love Flow, and if you have questions or concerns or topics that you'd like to listen to on the podcast, you can email me at gabcohen at gmail.com, and I'll put that in the show notes. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, we'll chat soon. See ya.